Hi, I'm Lori Dean from DKI Barclay in Surrey, and you're listening to Across the Street, Across the Country. How many sleeps till Christmas? The good thing about getting called out on Christmas Day is there's not a lot of traffic, so we tend to be able to get around a lot faster and get to sight a lot quicker. That, that's the one bonus of, of rolling on Christmas Day. Merry and bright. Not even Christmas morning can guarantee a day off from a disaster. Because that roof caving in, that flood in the basement, that branch that toppled in a windstorm and smashed through your front window, you know, the window in front of the Christmas tree you decorated a few days prior, well, those disasters aren't scheduled. Which is why, for the people with DKI, they may have their stockings hanging by the fire, but their boots and their gear are by the door, ready if and when needed. We bring you three stories of DKI members who stepped up at a time when most of us would like to kick back. My name is Denny Gringo, and this is Across the Street, Across the Country. Presents under the tree, stockings hung up high. It would have been 12 years ago, one of my last on-calls, and I got called out for a vehicle impact at a pizza parlor. Uh... A young driver drove a Mustang into the side of a building. I'm Ryan Douglas, owner-operators of DKI CRCS in Oshawa, and we spent Christmas Day and Boxing Day re-establishing the wall and securing the building. Well, luckily enough, it wasn't in the morning. It was in the afternoon, and we spent Christmas night and, and all the Boxing Day. So it was, uh, it was a different Christmas that year because <laughs> I wasn't home. <laughs> What's it like having to work like on the job on Christmas when you know your family's back at home, there's a turkey, all that stuff, and here you are pulling drywall off? Uh, frustrating, but you understand once you get going and once you get working that it's part of the job. It's the role that you're in, and um, you focus more on just getting the job done so you can get back home to your family and, and uh, try not to dwell or worry about the, the negative side of it and just stay focused. remember when you were done the job and you walked in the house and you were done what was that feeling like uh actually the feeling was like thank goodness i'm home and thank god on call's over for me now (laughs) well it's not as harrowing as some but i remember one christmas day when we just finished wrapping presents, there was a, a trash mess all around, and my phone started ringing. There was a water loss in uh, high school in northwest Calgary. A water line had frozen broke, completely flooding out the gym. Hi, my name is Ryan LaRue. I'm with DKI Rocky Cross Construction North in Calgary. I am the VP of the Commercial and Complex Restoration Division. What were those 30 minutes like driving to the site? Yeah, it was late morning, just finished unwrapping gifts. I got the call, sussed out what it was, sussed out that I needed to get there right away, get crews on the way. As I was running out the door, putting clothes on, I yelled, anyone want to come? My youngest daughter said, yeah, dad, I'm in. Hopped in the back of the truck and together we went uh, (laughs) off to the school. I figured if we're doing this on Christmas, it might as well be a family affair. It's been so long since I've seen your face And I'm trying to find my way home So my youngest, Nicole, rolled along with me uh, and proceeded to tell me 
this doesn't look too bad, Dad. Yeah. What did that mean to you to have your daughter there on Christmas Day? Whereas, let's be honest, a lot of families would be rolling their eyes going, oh, great, here we go again. And yet here's your daughter seeing it as a chance to hang out with you on Christmas Day. Chipping in. I mean, it's the life of restoration, honestly. Um, they've grown up with it, so they – I don't even think it phases them. On Christmas Day, you know, it's usually not really too exciting when Dad has to leave. So I think it was a good chance for us to hang out for a couple hours and just go see what Dad does on a on a daily basis. And, you know, it's Christmas, so I invited, I invited them to come. Gather around the fire and we start to sing all these holiday songs never get old. It looked less impressive than some. Uh, there's a hollow space underneath the floor, so it flooded out about three-quarters of the gym floor, um, resulting in us having to remove the gym floor and, of course, trying to dry and uh, replace the gym floor in a little bit of a panic over Christmas break and into the beginning of January. Okay. So we, we strolled up, and there was water spewing out. We saw the initial photos that looked quite impressive, but... On the 30 minutes it took us from the call to the site, um, the water had seeped underneath the floor, which quite often we can dry. Unfortunately, due to the amount of water, there was no saving the floor. You had to call a lot of your team members too and break the news to them. What was that phone or those phone calls like when you reached out to them and said, guess what? Well, I got to say, I didn't get a lot of Christmas cards that year. Um, everybody is a little bit bemoaned, but they know when we're calling that it means something. And, you know, we're, we're getting the call on a day where somebody's having a worse day than us getting a call. So, you know, we, we chip in and jump in and no one really said too much. Everyone was rolling pretty quick. I have to wonder, how did they know this was happening in a school? It's, I can understand if it's a, a home or a business, but who was there to, to, to notice that this was happening on Christmas Day? Part of the process is they do 24-hour checks. So the maintenance gentleman was just having to walk through. That's his job on, you know, through the holidays is every day they walk all the schools just to see what's going on. Walked in to find a hot water line on an outside wall, had frozen and let go, and was spewing water across the floor. It took a couple hours. By time, um, we developed a plan and got crews on site and decided how the equipment was going to set up and kind of the overall plan. Yeah, it took a few hours before we were back, but I was back in time for Christmas dinner. So, you know, every, everything was OK. Take me to that moment when you wrapped up, you pulled into the driveway, you took off your boots, you and your daughter were able to sit at the dining room table. Finally, what was that moment like? Yeah, felt pretty good. I'm not going to lie. It was... Uh, you know, it, it, it's always the come down off the adrenaline because as soon as that call rings, doesn't matter if you've been doing this a day or a couple of decades, it, you know, adrenaline starts pumping and you know something's going on and you got to jump in and go. So it's, um, it, it was a second pump of adrenaline getting home and, you know, jumping back into Christmas. So it, it was a kind of a weird feeling for sure. How are you bracing yourself for this Christmas if this happens again? <laughs> well, the good news is I've been doing this long enough. I've learned just to, you know, roll with the punches. So we'll, we'll see what this year brings. Who knows? Multiple times pulled into the driveway, put the car in park without even getting in 
out of the car, put the car in reverse and driven away again because somebody called in that minute that it took me to get out of my truck and it's time to go. My thanks to Ryan LaRue of DKI Rocky Cross Construction in Calgary and Ryan Douglas of DKI CRCS in Oshawa. And now Peterborough will tell you about the Douglas Brothers' newest venture in an upcoming episode. DKI Canada actively contributes to creating a better future through environmental protection and social responsibility. Focused on leaving things better than DKI found them, DKI is committed to using environmentally sustainable cleaning products and mitigating risk in environmentally sustainable ways. You're listening to Across the Street, Across the Country, a production of DKI Canada. Now, this next story of having to drop everything you're doing so that you can attend to that emergency call, it did not take place on Christmas Day, but we believe it has a decidedly Christmassy feel to it because it has to do with the birth of a baby whose parents are Kate and Daryl Richard, both with DKI Corporate. We um, were expecting our second baby a little earlier than anticipated. So it was a bit of a surprise. We weren't expecting the baby for a couple more weeks at that point. We had been out all day, got home. Daryl had been on call as a technician at that time. He got a call around, I guess it was around seven o'clock that night. I was feeling a little off, but nothing too crazy. I mean, even if I had been feeling a little crazy, I think Daryl still would have went either way. But he did packed up, got ready for uh, the call and took off. Um, And I put our other daughter, who was about three and a half at that time, to bed. And then quite quickly after, realized that this baby was on its way. And Daryl was nowhere to be seen physically. Correct. All right, Daryl, take me back to that moment then when you got that call, the the dreaded phone call of, okay, I wasn't expecting uh, this. What was your reaction? The project manager gave me a call. It was a water loss. I was uh, heading on the 401 eastbound or westbound, sorry. And uh, Kate called me, letting me know that uh, it was it was that time. Uh, I made a call to the project manager and uh, he didn't give me a call back. So I was five minutes from the house. And then he called me and he said the insurer wanted to cancel the claim. And that's when I told him that Kate was... Uh, potentially in labor. And uh, he recommended me to go home and um, do what I needed to do as a father. So uh, I made that uh, call. We went back home and had to wait for my mother because there's tons of traffic. I remember coming home to sitting in a bit of traffic and panicking, thinking I wasn't going to make it for my second daughter's birth because there were some plans of my, my mother taking the youngest uh, and babysitting because we didn't want, you know, too many kids in the, in the hospital room. So Kate, tell me what that was like for you when, first of all, you don't think you're going into labor, but I can't completely empathize with what you're going through other than <laughs> my wife gave birth to two sons as well. But to know that, okay, I know I'm not scheduled to have the baby today, but when Daryl left the house, what were you feeling at that time? 
we had been swimming basically all that day and we were doing, um, you know, some, some silly noodle races with the kids and stuff. And so we were joking, um, earlier on in that day, like, Oh, wouldn't this be so funny if this put me into labor, but not really thinking that that would actually be what had happened. Our house is quite open concept, but we have like a main hub in the center. So I just remember walking around and around and around doing these loops thinking like, Oh my goodness, I'm going to have this baby on the floor of this house by myself with my three-year-old upstairs sleeping. So, but he did make it home just in time. Um, around 11 o'clock, I guess he got home and we made our way to the hospital for about midnight. Being my second baby, I was a little more calm than I think I would have been if it was my first. But yeah, probably should have got someone else to, to take over Daryl's on call for that week. <laughs> Looking back. Tell me about those moments, though, Daryl, when you were figuring that, okay, I've got this emergency to tend to. I'm on my way. And Kate has just called to say she's going into labor. I was in a dilemma because I'm, uh, I really like my work and I, I have a passion for that, but I also know that this is my child. So I was really praying as I was driving that it would get canceled. And hopefully like if the project manager would have called me back, I would have, could have maybe talked about it and said, Hey, like, can we get somebody else to fill in? But I was also a lead at the time, and I used a sub trade as a as a coworker, so I was pretty much the only person that could service the call. And Kate, being in the industry as well with me, and her dad being in the industry, she knew all of the risks of of being on call and all that. But it all worked out. I I probably would have came home if if uh, she said that the baby is coming. I probably would have stopped everything I was doing and told everybody, but yeah, I was in a bit of a panic because, you know, I want to make my employer happy, but I also need to make my, my wife happy too. So I'm one of those, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a go-getter. So yeah. that's a kind of a, a bit of my, my problem. Kate, expand on that a little bit. The fact that you're both in the industry, you're both working for DKI, you know, that these calls could come in. How did that affect everything that was transpiring good and or bad? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's lots of things that, you know, Daryl has missed uh, being, you know, in the in the position that he's in. Thankfully, I don't really go to site. I'm kind of more behind the scenes. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a little bit different from me. But, you know, we had been working together um, and in this crazy industry for quite a few years, at, even at that point. So, I mean, I guess it's just something that you get used to. I think we were a little taken back on this one because, we, you know, like I said, she was about three and a half weeks early. So we weren't expecting a baby to be born at that time. But I mean, it's made for a good lesson in that, you know, maybe when project managers or technicians are nearing, you know, a momentous occasion like that, maybe the schedule could be altered a little bit so you don't run into these things. I mean, thankfully, it all worked out in the end. And he was able to make it home in time for sure. But he's missed a lot of things, you know, over the years, but it's par for the course and it's part of the job. You know, I was panicking for sure, but I was trying to stay calm. The funniest thing was is Daryl's mom finally did make it to the house just as we were really getting to leave the house. Um, and our oldest daughter uh, woke up and ended up coming to the hospital anyway. So it, it was uh, it was just a chaotic night, as it typically is when when new babies make their way into the world. Right. Daryl, you mentioned that, you know, you really like your job, but I'm going to ask you to, to lay your cards out on the table here and be really candid. Was there a moment on that <laughs> drive where you just did not like this job, but you knew that it is the job? Uh, I, I, I always like, like the work I've always done. So uh, candid. Yeah. I, I, I wished I didn't have to go to the call, but I love my job. Uh, I love being on call. I love, uh, my new position is that as a cat 
uh, project manager. I might have to leave at any moment, at any time, grab my go bag and go. My wife being super understanding and understanding just from years and years of doing this. It's one of those things that, you know, I'm not no military guy or anything like that, but you know, military guys have to deal with the same thing. Surgeons, paramedics, people that have these first responder things tend to miss a lot of events, big, big events. So I, I don't want to be this first responder guy, not get it, not having to do that. So I'm, I'm willing to do what's required to get the job done. As long as my wife is understanding uh, this one got, we got, we got lucky. And uh, I do agree. It would be a nice thing to have big occasions like this kind of changed up the schedule, change up the schedule for big occasions for technicians, PMs, anybody really under the organization. But uh, it's something that we have to do to get the job done. So someone has to sacrifice. Let's move ahead to when Sawyer was born. And and I'm going to guess, Daryl, you were in the room when that happened. How, <laughs> how is that birth maybe different because of everything that went on? I was overwhelmed initially, right? Panicking, trying to get home. Uh, and then, you know, I got home, everything. Then I could cool down a little bit and like, okay, I'm I'm here. I'm present. We made our way to the hospital. That's kind of when it kind of hit me like, oh, I'm having a kid now uh, is whenever I'm in the hospital because, you know, you're there, you, you see your wife in her gown and all that. And you're like, okay, this is, this is the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember Sawyer coming out and um, the, uh, our midwife gave me like skin to skin. I just grabbed her and held her to my chest. It, it was one of the most overwhelming things because I, I I already had a daughter prior and I, I love having a daughter. So having two was was a blessing for me. Thinking back, like, okay, I'm glad I made it to see this this moment. I could have missed this really great time. I mean, it wasn't, you know, in the nick of time, he was able to make it home, thankfully. If that claim hadn't been canceled at the last minute, which to be honest, doesn't happen very often um, in our business. So I like to think there was a little bit of divine intervention in there somehow along the way that someone was, you know, stepping in for us and, uh, you know, decided that they didn't need uh, need the services after all, you know, might have been cutting it a little close if he had have actually made it to the claim and stayed there. And, you know, he did get a few days off afterwards as well. He wasn't he wasn't on call for a few days days after she was born. So that was nice. So you didn't have to worry about any emergency calls at that point. That's right. (laughs) Daryl and Kate and Sawyer, if you're out there listening, thanks so much for making the time for us. Thank you. It's a wonderful time of the year. Raise up our glasses with our friends made it here. Hi, I'm Daryl Richard here with DKI Corporate. I'm Kate Richard. Uh, I'm also on the same team uh, as Daryl. And you're listening to Across the Street. Across the Country. A wonderful, wonderful time of the year. Yes, baby Sawyer and parents Kate and Daryl Richard are all doing fine. Here's hoping they and everyone at DKI are not called out on Christmas morning to attend to an emergency call. But safe to say they will respond if they need to, because that's what DKI does. Whether it's an emergency response, water damage mitigation, fire and contents cleaning, mold remediation, or a complete reconstruction, DKI members are available 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. And that includes Christmas Day. If you're ever in need of emergency assistance, the number is 1-855-DKI-TODAY. That's 1-855-354-2329. We had a pair of Ryans on this episode, Ryan Douglas and Ryan LaRue. 
We also had a pair of Daryls, as in Daryl Richard and Daryl James, the creative force behind Close Kicks, which supplies us with our theme music, including this episode's Christmas songs. Find them at CloseKicks.com and on your favorite streaming platform. Please tell others about us and remember to click that like and share button. Across the Street, Across the Country is written, hosted, and produced by me, Denis Grignon. Wishing you a happy and safe holiday season. Talk to you soon. It's a wonderful time of the year. With you by my side, I feel like it's that time of the year. Oh,